You're listening to The Trial Lawyer's Handbook, a courtroom preparation podcast series brought to you by Holland and Knight. This series is hosted by litigation attorney Dan Small and is based on a long-standing article series he co-authored with United States District Court Judge Dennis Saylor for Massachusetts Lawyers Weekly. Listeners of this series will gain a fresh perspective on how attorneys can address various trial preparation issues and set themselves up for success in and out of the courtroom. It should be obvious that to try a case properly, you can't just make it up as you go along. Winging it is too often a recipe for disaster. The reality is that spontaneity is only possible with careful preparation. It should also be obvious that you can't possibly carry around in your head everything you need to know. How then should you approach the task of organizing your presentation? And what materials should you have with you at council table and at the podium to help you? There are four basic choices. One, no notes. Two, a bare bones outline. Three, a detailed outline. And four, a script. Each option has passionate adherence, and whichever you employ, someone is bound to criticize your choice. The argument in favor of a no-notes approach goes something like this. Your presentation should feel fresh and spontaneous. You want to make a human connection with the jury, and your notebooks and papers and laptops just get in the way of that. Plus, the jury will be very impressed if you do it without any notes. At first blush, that may sound attractive. But beware, hardly anything does more damage in more cases than this stubborn insistence on extemporaneous speech. In a trial with any degree of complexity, the no-notes approach is almost always ineffective and sometimes disastrous. There's simply too much to remember. Cross-examinations made up on the spot may look good on TV or in the movies, but in real life they are likely to be ineffective and disorganized. As for impressing the jury, you aren't there to show off your prodigious memory or your skill at extemporaneous speaking. You're there to win. Some lawyers use a bare-bones outline or rough notes so that they aren't doing everything completely from memory. Certainly, a bare-bones outline is better than none at all. You use a list when you go to the grocery store. Surely, trying a case deserves at least as much. However, in many circumstances, the wording, order, and backup for questions and arguments are too important to leave to chance and memory. If you're making up every question as you go along, the quality of the questioning is bound to suffer. The same goes for openings and closings. It's not exactly an ideal time and place to be searching for the right words and phrases. Some lawyers say that it's wrong to take a one-size-fits-all approach and that each lawyer should do what suits his or her skills best. Sure, that's true to a degree. And let me also say that I believe you can go too far in the opposite direction as well. I disagree with those who recommend a full script, either for questioning or for argument. Three principal reasons. First, there is an unbreakable magnetic attraction between the human eye and the written word. The more you have in your notes, the more you will look down at your notes, which means you have abandoned another important persuasive tool, eye contact with the jury, the judge, or the witness. Second, 
reading correctly from a detailed script is hard. It takes concentration, which takes away from another important persuasive tool, listening. Many times I've seen a lawyer so intensely focused on his finely crafted questions that they aren't really listening to and reacting to the answers from the witness. Third, reading from a script means you are reading, which can take away from another very key and persuasive tool, connecting. As little children, we all like to be read to, but then we learn that we could do it ourselves. Jurors want you to talk with them, not at them. They can tell when you're reading and it can turn them off. And so even if, heaven forbid, you were to stumble, go ahead. Try to walk the road down the middle. If you stumble, that's okay. Jurors don't want robots talking to them. They know if they were up there, they'd stumble. It makes you human and it gives you a connection. The point is to produce the best, most effective presentation you can under the circumstances. How you do that is ultimately up to you. If there's another approach that works better for you, use it. But it's a fact that too many trial presentations are terribly disorganized and repetitive, and that many lawyers fumble when they make up their questions or arguments on the spot. Vincent Bugliosi, a noted trial lawyer who prosecuted Charles Manson and later wrote several best-selling books, described his practice this way. Although the clear trend in the legal profession is toward fewer and fewer notes, I do the opposite, almost to an obsessive, perhaps even unnecessary extreme. The standard explanation of lawyers who religiously avoid the pain and agony of the yellow pad is that if a lawyer does all that preparation and has everything written down, he can't be flexible and he can't think on his feet when something not covered by his notes occurred. If that's not a classic non sequitur, I don't know what is. Is instant improvisation and flexibility the domain only of those who are unprepared? Bugliosi is right. Let's be clear. It's a lot more work to try and lay everything out in advance. Lawyers are often busy, and there simply may not be enough time in the day or enough client funds to pay for that time. Such is life. But time can also be a convenient excuse. Ask yourself if you are using no notes because you truly believe that your presentation will be better without them, or because you just don't want to spend the time needed to create effective notes. If you have the time or can make the time, there is no reason not to try to get it right. In short, working without notes, working without a net, as they say in the circus, almost always leads to a disorganized presentation at best. It's a bad idea. Don't let anyone talk you into it. Thank you for listening to the Trial Lawyer's Handbook, a courtroom preparation podcast series brought to you by Holland and Knight. For more information on courtroom preparation, please email dan.small at hklaw.com or visit hklaw.com forward slash daniel-small.